We attend school every day between the ages of 11 and 18. We attend lessons, do homework, get involved in sports, take a role in the school play, maybe even represent the school in a national or international competition. But what happens when we leave? Here at Serpentine High, we believe that attending our school and being part of a community are not the same thing. That's why our alumni association, the Green and Silver Club, prides itself in connecting past and present students in order to build an intergenerational community that supports students during and beyond their time here at Serpentine High, as well as raising money and awareness for numerous charitable projects. Hello, and welcome to the Serpentine High School podcast. In today's episode, we're talking about our alumni association, the Green and Silver Club. We'll be meeting with Polly Rumbold, who is the Head of Development, Alumni Relations and Whole School Events Coordinator, and we'll hear an interview with a 90-year-old alumna about her life as a missionary in Senegal. Hello, I'm here with Polly Rumbold, Head of Development, Alumni Relations and Whole School Events. Hello, Polly. Hello there. First question, why a duck? Right. Um, so very early on, when I started working back here in 2015, um, I was waiting for a delivery for a shower. And the delivery arrived, but it got lost. Eventually, I found it in the um, exams office. And I was really outraged because I'd waited so long. Anyway, I opened the package up, and there was a duck, which made me laugh and made me smile. I thought, oh, I like that. So I just popped the duck on the top of my um, desktop and just left it there, and every time I looked at it, it made me smile. And so I thought, we need a Serpentine duck. So as our mascot, we've got a duck. It's very fitting because we've, we're right there on the river. We've got a very, very successful uh, rowing team in pretty much every year that does rowing. So the duck is a very fitting uh, mascot. And also, um, in order to encourage the year 13, so uh, historically, year 13 would leave with nothing. So the idea was they'd sign up to our network and they'd get a duck in, in um, you know, as a goodbye present and also to remind them of the wonderful time that they had at school so the duck it's no, not just the mascot of the school uh it is also the mascot of the green and silver club when you came to the school you set up the green and silver club do you want to tell us a little bit about it so the green and silver club historically was known as the old girls of serbton high so when i left school it was the old girls of serbton high uh, aka oh gosh and in 2013 before my time um, because there were boys in the school, it was decided that they needed to change the name. So they changed it to the Green and Silver Club so that it incorporated the boys as well. So that's where the Green and Silver Club um, comes, you know, comes in. And it is actually, you know, um, for the trinity of schools. It is for parents, pupils and staff, both past and present, as one community. So if you are a member of the Green and Silver Club, what, what do you get out of it? Oh, where do we begin? So uh, as, a, as a Green and Silver Club member, you are entitled to join the online network, um, which will offer you the um, ability to either look at our archives, connect with old, um, with old mem members of staff, people who are in industries that you're interested in, search out old friends you haven't spoken to for ages. Um, you have the possibility to um, advertise your business. There are all sorts of careers um, guides on there um, and as I say you can reach out to anybody if you're looking at a university to go to you can reach out to people in the, at those at universities so you can ask them questions um, you can keep in touch with the school news and you can also sign up to events green and silver club events that we hold in prestigious prestigious areas and that's just the tip of the iceberg yeah there's a lot of alumni associations where it really is about just keeping people connected who have once been in a place whereas i think there's something a lot more organic a lot more uh, plastic about the way that uh, the green and silver club works because it's as much about networking our current students uh, with alumni as it is about keeping the alumni in contact with each other 
It is indeed. And I think, um, you know, for our current students to be able to reach out to people in the industries that they're interested and get first-hand experience for them, is it's amazing, you know. And also when they come back, when our old, old girls come back and speak to their pupils, you know, they, they can engage with them and ask them questions that, you know, that they wouldn't get. As an alumna yourself, what was your experience of service in high when you were here? And then what did you go on to do afterwards as a career? So, um, obviously, I was here back in the day in the late 70s. The school was a very different place. Um, learning was all about a blackboard with page numbers written up on the board. And we were just supposed to read the textbooks and learn for ourselves. Very little engagement with the teachers. Um, I came to school for my friends. I came to school for my friends and for a sport. I love PE. Um, so when I left school, um, I really, I literally walked out the door and said, that's it, I'm not coming back here again, thanks very much, but I will keep in touch with my friends, which I have done um, to this day. We are all still really good friends. Um, but from that moment on, I went off, um, my mother sent me off to um, a very posh sectoral college up in London um, with a, an, another friend of mine. And I then went to work in the House of Commons with her because she was um, she was a member of Parliament and Minister of State. So I spent uh, some very happy years there before I went off and worked for an oil company for five years as their office manager and then set up my own uh, female decorating business, which I ran for 14 years before my hip caved in. And that was it. I wasn't allowed to climb ladders anymore. And then uh, what brought you back here? Well, uh, a chance meeting with Anne Hayden when my mother died, actually, because my mother was the chair of the governor's Serban High School, and um, met her because we held the, the wake here. And um, time moved on, and she just happened to have a job. Of, um, she, uh, she needed to have um, maternity leave cover and suggested I apply for the job, which I did and got it. And then um, that's, that's where we are. And then I'm, I was offered a job in um, development and alumni relations. And here I am. And none of my friends can believe, eight years on, I'm still at Serbton High School. And the uh, Alumni uh, Association has benefited dramatically because when you took it over, uh, it was a good, solid network. But it's really, it's become this much more interesting, living, breathing society of people who are all connected. I'm absolutely passionate. I think every school needs to have an alumni relations. They need to have an alumni relations officer who can actually um, pull everyone together. You know, you don't go and spend seven years or even 13 years at school and, and walk away and not have you know deep roots and connections it's so important that you know people understand that school is not just about learning but it's about those relationships and connections and we've had some uh, you know tremendous students who've come uh, through our doors over the years they've gone on to do really extraordinary things could you tell us about a few of the old girl projects that are still in existence Yes, I mean, I'm really proud of the fact that we work very closely with Edwina Dunn. She set up the female lead charity. And um, on the back of that, I may, I've been able to, just this last term, take two trips up to London. We went to the Barbican to an art talk and we went to the Science Museum where um, a group of um, pupils were able to speak to Maggie and Darren Pocock. They absolutely loved it. And we are so lucky to be able to be involved with that. And Edwina is a, a massive supporter of the school. So um, I think our pupils are very lucky. We've, again, we've... Um, uh, we, the school has adopted a charity over in Kenya with Joe Maiden and the Soko, um, her Soko organisation, and we've adopted the Kujua initiative. Um, so I'm really, really pleased that we've been able to support that this year, and that is um, trying to end period poverty over in Kenya. 
and recently been working with Jill Fraser. She's offered a creative thoughtfulness course that's gone out to year 10s and currently our Friendship Hour group. Um, and that enables, that's been teaching um, the pupils how to connect with the older generations to break down the gap between the younger and older generations. And they seem to be loving it. So we are so blessed that there's so many former pupils want to offer this to our pupils. And if we have an alumna out there who wants to get more involved and wants to do something, what should they do? Just send me an email, polly.rumbold at serpenthigh.com. I'll get them in. As an alumna from your school days in the late 70s, what have you noticed changing most about the school? So I have to say, um, when I was here, there were just two year groups, two classes per year group. So there was only six of us, 60 of us. So obviously the school has expanded massively. Um, we didn't have all these buildings. We certainly didn't have the PE facilities that they have now. In fact, I think I'd probably be a model student if I came back now. However, I wasn't. Um, but the buildings um, most definitely have changed. Where the IT uh, suites are now, that used to be our hall. That's where we used to meet every morning for assembly and the whole school used to go every morning. And on a Friday, we used to have second prayers. So we didn't have assembly in the morning. We used to meet in the afternoon. And that was, uh, I think we all enjoyed that. We enjoyed getting together. You'd listen to the notices and we'd sing a hymn. Um, but also the other thing is, of course, the uniforms changed over the years. Because in our day, we used to have very large green knickers for PE. That was it. And we, our um, field was just beyond the Balaclava Road, the railway line. And the trains used to go by and we used to be having athletics or whatever. And we used to be wearing our pants because that was our school uniform. So, you know, you should be very grateful that things have moved on and you are where you are. One final thing that's worth championing is the Green and Silver Club sixth form bursary. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Indeed. Um, so if you've been at the school since year seven, um, when you get to a year 11, uh, you can apply for a Green and Silver Club sixth form bursary. And that um, will potentially enable you to stay on at Serban High School for the sixth form should financial issues become a an issue. Um, so I would say to anybody who's been at the school since year seven and obviously having to face the possibility of, of leaving, Put, put an application in for a Green Silver Club bursary because we're happy to help who we can. Um, and on top of that, as, an, uh, as a former pupil, if you're going on to do um, anything in your studies, should you need financial assistance, we are um, very um, willing to look at the possibility of you know, giving, you, giving support to projects. And recently we've just helped a couple of medics who've gone abroad and needed a little bit of financial support. And all we ask is that they come back and tell us about their uh, experiences. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been really great to uh, hear about your experience here and everything you've done in building up the Green and Silver Club into what it is today. Uh, thank you very much, Polly Rumble. Thank you, it's been a pleasure. In the next part of the show, we'll be talking to Beryl, who attended Surbiton High School in the 1940s. Beryl spent the rest of her life as a missionary in Senegal. Beryl, it's so lovely to see you. Oh, yes. Uh, so lovely to see you. Um, so, let's start from the beginning. Perhaps you could talk to us about when you were, where, when you were at Serpent High School and your, your memories of being at school. I went to Serpent High School in 1943. 43. And I was there for seven years. 
up to highest of the sixth form. So that took me to 1949. My early memory, I would say, is in 3A, we were told to choose between Latin and German. Miss Slater was our form mistress. And she sort of said, you know, if you want to go to Cambridge or Oxford, you need Latin, learn Latin. So I did seven years of Latin. I loved it. And I was good at it at the time, but I've forgotten it all now. And that is my one regret that I didn't learn German, but I was very happy there. I think I was never absent, but then I was ill once and I rang up school in the morning and said, I'm going to the doctor, but I'll come on to school afterwards and I'll be late. Went to the doctor and the doctor said, home, bed. And I came home and cried. Oh, bless you. Because I would not be able to go to Serpentine High School for a few days. So can you, can you um, tell me, in the mornings, did you used to have assembly every morning? Yes, every morning. Okay. And that was with the headmistress? Yes. And the whole school gathered together in the, yeah, in in the, the school hall? hall. Yes. Okay. Um, and for, for those people who are listening to this, the school hall um, was, but is now, the IT suites. Mm-hmm. Because they've changed. Obviously, the school's got much bigger. So um, it is now the IT suites. But um, So you used to meet every morning, so the school congregated every day. Can you yes. sort of recall what the school day was like? Well, of course, I was first there in the war. Right. And, you know, they stre- uh, strengthened the cloakrooms. The cloakrooms were downstairs. I don't know if they still are now. The cloakrooms were downstairs, and so they were strengthened. So when there was an air raid warning, down to the cloakrooms we went. So that's my early recollections of wartime. And I remember, sadly, my first year, a girl who started at the same time as I did, Angela, her home was was bombed, a direct hit on the bomb with the bomb. And that was in my first year. We lost Angela. Oh, how dreadful. Yes. So you would have been 11? Yes. Going back to lessons, can you remember what kind of lessons you used to do? So you you, you did Latin. Um, you know what were the what the what were the daily lessons um, in comparison with what the, the pupils study now? What were the lessons that you used to have regularly? Well, what I remember especially was maths. I love Miss Miles, and out of interest, you might like to know that she had a nephew. And she was always talking about this nephew. So we nicknamed her Auntie Phil, because we thought the nephew must call her Auntie Phil. So we did between ourselves, but she was a lovely teacher. I felt so sorry because some people didn't like maths. And when they were so good at English, which was not my subject, 
and uh, but Miss Miles, I took it up to the sixth form, and I just loved it with Miss Miles. And then we also had um, a history teacher who I cannot remember, but I know the first teacher. We found her a bit boring. <laughs> And we used to all doodle <laughs> in our exercise books while she was speaking. So we have our exercise books were all decorated on the margin with these doodles. When this new teacher came, she was interesting. Finished with the doodling. We had to sit and watch her. But then I remember with this teacher, when we finished... Um, our general certificate, she read to us from Three Men in a Boat. Let's talk about uniform. So was there a, a school uniform or did... What, what can you remember about school uniform? Yes. Um, in winter, we wore tunics. And in summer, we had summer dresses. But I have a photo of 1945... You notice that all the dresses are different, so there obviously was not a school uniform dress that we had to wear. And then we got into the sixth form, and there we grandly wore these skirts and a blouse and a tie. And so that was, we really felt we were something when we got in the sixth form. So once you'd finished school, what did you go? What did you go on to do once you left Serpent High School? Yes, I went up to the sixth form, and then I was now eighteen. I went to teach training college in Weymouth, and in those days it was just two year course. I did a two years in Weymouth, and then. I taught for a few years in Merton and Morden oh. on St. Heller Estate. And um, I was, because of um, teacher training, I didn't do university with a degree. My father had died, and so I had to, to work as soon as possible. And so I was teaching and on Merton estate, and I just love that there. And what age did you teach? Secondary. Se okay. Well, so did you specialise in a subject? Yes, I was teaching maths. Although I suppose with secondary, it was secondary modern. It was just arithmetic, and I also taught scripture. Two subjects that children did not like. <laughs> they seemed to have a hatred of maths. And it was a joy to be able to give them a love of mass. And scripture, I think, had been often killed in primary school when it had to be taught. And it could have been taught by people who had no faith and not really interested. And so that killed the children's interest. And so it was a joy to be able to teach mass and scripture and see them getting a gradually a love. In fact, one I had one class that was very difficult at one time, and I said to them, I'm in scripture, I'm not gonna say good morning to you anymore when I come in. We will start the lesson with prayer. 
to re realize that we are having a different lesson. And so they accepted that and the discipline changed. And then one day I said to them, you're going to have students. They're coming here and they'll be taking this class for scripture. Almost spontaneously, the girl said to me, will they pray with us? Which was quite a lovely thing to hear. Amazing. You left school, you went on to be a teacher, and then, then what happened? And I was teaching for about five years, and then I went to Senegal in West Africa to teach in a missionary children's school. It was a school for, it, because Senegal's a French country, um, and the there were children of missionaries from English-speaking countries, we had a special school in English for them, and that was where I went to teach those children there. And that's where you've remained ever since? I've been there ever since. Incredible, incredible. Mm -hmm. And from, your, from school, your friends, where, where have your, your friends moved on to, or, or what, what did they do when they left school? Well, I really have not kept up with it. We were very small. If you look at the map, the picture that I've got, the sixth form, I think there were only seven people in there. Wow. And uh, the sixth form was very small. I think in upper six or six A, I think it was in those days, I'm sure we were only four or five. Oh, it's so lovely to hear of your, of, of, you know, of your memories of school. And as it would be, um, I think, a good, a, a good way to finish our conversation, what memories do you have of the Queen? I think especially her Christmas broadcasts. I would listen in Senegal intently to the Christmas programme and always she would talk about her Christian faith. And every year I used to write to her to thank her for her courage because I thought other people would lose their job if they talked the way she did. And uh, the other day a friend was here, she confirmed that. She said, I have to be very careful when I work. I can do by my life, but I can't speak. And so, but the Queen every year was courageous and I used to write and thank her for her courage and I always had a letter from a lady in waiting. Oh that's lovely and just to finish off have you got anything else you'd like to add to share with our pupils who I'm sure will be listening to this it's so mm. lovely to um to for you to be our, fir our first interviewee for our, the Green and Silver Club and you know, I'd just like to express our, our um, congratulations to you for reaching 90 years old. Um, so but thank you very much for taking part. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. I hope that you in Turpton High will all be very happy in all your time there. As I say, it was the happiest years of my life. And I hope that you can also look back on Septon High School days with happiness. Thank you. Thank you so much, Beryl.
Thank you for joining us. Our show today was produced in-house at Surbiton High School. If there's a topic you'd like covered on the show, you can email us at podcast at surbitonhigh.com. The Surbiton High School podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and subscribe. I've been your host, Anthony Sebastian. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.